Welcome and thanks for listening to the Community Christian Church Podcast. To learn more about Community Christian Church, visit us online at cccsterling.org. Today's message comes from Pastor Tony Ria. Well, good morning once again. Welcome. So good to have you here this morning. Um, I, I don't know how long I'm going to talk here. I'm just going to go for a few minutes to get this new series started and just kind of introduce it to you. Um, if somebody uh, thinks I'm going a little bit too long or I get hot and heavy, just go ahead and wave and it'll kind of remind me of what I'm saying uh, right now. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't mean anything. Uh, even if it does remind me, but I, I, I'm not going to go for very long. I'm thinking maybe 15 minutes. Do you have 15 minutes to give me? Okay. Uh, today I'd like to begin a brand new series, as you just heard Megan say, entitled "I Love My Church." Say that. I knew that wasn't all you had for me. Okay, one more time. I love my church. Okay, that's that's better. And right about now, some of you might be thinking, who in the world came up with that title? Well, the answer is, I did. In fact, I wanted it. All right? Typically, I make sermon title suggestions or recommendations. And they're processed through the creative team. They take my ideas, and quite honestly, they make them better. In fact, they always come up with a way more original, way better title. And so earlier this year, I want to talk a little bit about spiritual and emotional burnout. Gave them the ideas. They came up with Recharge, a great series. Uh, Then I told them that, you know, offerings were down and I had to talk about tithing again. Maybe we could uh, do a couple of part series on money matters. And they came back with overflow. Very creative, very artistic. But for this one... There was little discussion and little conversation. Because at the end of this series, I'm going to make a prediction. And I'm going to be bold enough to make that prediction ahead of time. That's what a prediction is. Okay, I predict that at the end of the series, by November the 30th, 2019, everyone in this place, everyone who calls Community Christian Church their home church, is going to say, confidently say, self, I love my church. Yeah. And you probably haven't given it much thought. You know, there hasn't been a lot of activity in your mind about this. But at the end of this series, you're going to say, this is an amazing place. And I'm so happy to be a part of it. Now, how many of you know it's easy to make a prediction like that? It's relatively simple to predict the future However, it's altogether different to get the prediction right. And so what I want to do is I want to give you a few past predictions that I think will probably make you laugh. In 1962, Decca Recording Company refused to sign the Beatles. Remember the Beatles? You know, Paul and Ringo and George and John. Decca said no to a record deal for the Beatles because they predicted, they claimed that people didn't like the Beatles' sound and that guitar music was on its way out. And no, didn't happen. In the late 1800s, Western Union said this thing called the telephone 
has way too many shortcomings to be seriously considered as a legitimate means of communication. They said the idea of a portable telephone device is inherently of no value to anyone. That was their prediction. In 1964, this one makes me laugh, American film company United Artists rejected actor Ronald Reagan for the lead role in the movie The Best Man. They went with Henry Fonda instead. And the reason they rejected Reagan is because they said he lacked that presidential look everyone was after. Okay. Yeah, right. In 1903, the CEO of Michigan Saving Bank advised the team of lawyers not to invest in Ford Motor Company because they predicted that the automobile wouldn't last. They said it's a novelty and it will end up becoming a passing fad, so stick with the horse. <laughs> then Ken Olson, the president, chairman, and founder of Digital Equipment Corporation, or DEC Company, gave a talk in Boston in 1977 to the World Future Society. And here's what Kenny Boy said. There's no reason for anyone to own a computer or to have a computer in their home because they're just going to sit there and nobody's going to use them. Currently, about 85% of all Americans own a computer and they use them 24-7. Let me give you one more. 21 years ago, in 1997, I stood in this exact spot, well, in this general area. I was probably 100 or so yards to my left. And at the time, what I was looking at was vacant property. There was nothing there but a vacant piece of land. And I was crying out to God. It must have sounded to God more like a big baby whining. And here's what I said. Here's what I predicted. In 1997, I stood on that vacant piece of property and I said to God, to myself, and to all the world who was listening, Community Christian Church will never have their own building. That was my prediction. It just didn't seem like we would ever get to the place where we would be able to build a building. Now, keep in mind, at that time, we were landowners. We had purchased a piece of property, three and a half acres. We paid $120,000 for it. And after we paid off the balance on that piece of property, we had no money left. We were broke. No money in the bank, no savings account, certainly no budget for a, a, a building project. And besides that, we were stuck at Flynn Middle School. We had 150 people. We weren't going anywhere. We weren't growing at all. And it just seemed to me that our dream of one day having our very own church building would never happen. And eight short years later, how many? Eight. eight. In June 2005, we took occupancy of this. Of this. Eight years later, after I made that prediction, an absolutely gorgeous 1,000-seat sanctuary with classrooms, offices, a beautiful lobby, and bathrooms. <laughs> and don't forget, that was our, this was our second building. It was our phase two project. We had already built another building. Friends, I didn't do this. You didn't do this. 
By the grace of God, he allowed us to share and participate in his work. But Community Christian Church has always been God's idea. This is his church. He put the whole thing together. God was the one who inspired us. He was the one who put in our hearts to get involved in the local church ministry. And from my perspective, we are a modern day miracle with God's handprint stamped all over it. That's one of the reasons why I love this place so much. It belongs to God. It belongs to God. See, we can forget that. God called Community Christian Church into existence. He raised us up. He led you here. He made you a part of this community because God wanted to use and continues to want to use Community Christian Church to change the world. That's his objective with the local church ministry. It's change. Not only change in our, our own hearts, but changing the world. And don't look now, but that's precisely what we've been doing. I'm going to tell you about that during the month of November. God continues to use Community Christian Church to make a huge difference in the world around us. Not just here in our own little world, in Sterling Heights and the surrounding community, but also way around the globe, the other side of the globe as well. Now, please don't ever forget, as personal as God really is, as much as he cares about every single thing that concerns us, he is world-minded. Say that. God is world-minded. He has a worldview or a world perspective. And we see that exact same mindset in Jesus during his earthly life and ministry. In fact, in Mark chapter 16 and verse 15, just before Jesus was heading back to heaven, here's what he said. Go into all the world and preach the good news or the gospel to all creation. Go preach the good news to all creation. Then in Matthew chapter 28, verses 19 and 20, Jesus said it this way. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and the Holy Spirit, and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. What I just read, these two passages, these are Jesus' parting words to us. There's his, these are his instructions for the local church. And here at Community Christian, we take these instructions very seriously. In fact, we have built our entire mission around these two commands, the one in Mark and the one in Matthew. Our mission, our goal, the reason we exist is to preach the gospel message, to tell the good news of salvation, and then to help people become fully devoted followers of Jesus Christ. Friends, that's the mission. It's full devotion. And we've preached that passionately for over 26 years. Get saved and then sell out. Now, you might not acknowledge this or understand the importance of it, but listen to me very carefully. The most unsatisfied or one of the most unsatisfied and unfulfilled spiritual places in the whole wide world is lukewarm Christianity. Lukewarm Christianity is no fun at all. When you're halfway in and halfway out and you're along the top of the fence faith-wise, Christianity can get old in a hurry. That's why 
the message of Christianity is not a lukewarm faith. It's hot. And we've been preaching that for 26 plus years. All in, 100%, sold out for God. That's the only message Jesus ever gave us. It's not just to attach a little bit of Christianity to our lives. It's to put our faith at the very top rung. Everything else we do comes below that. And so in the little time that I have left, I want to tell you four ways that we fulfill our mission here at Community Christian Church, four ways that we accomplish the mission. I'm going to give you all four, and then I'm only going to talk about the first one today. That's my compromise. I will save the other three, even though I'm going to give them to you. I will save the other three for later on. Four ways that we accomplish the mission. And if you've been a part of our new community luncheon, you will already or immediately recognize these elements because this is what we teach you when you're first deciding whether or not to make Community Christian Church your home church. This is the same message we give you in the beginning, and we're going to give this to you all the way through. You should know this, but let me go ahead and review it again. Our mission is to get people saved, to get unsaved people saved, to lead them to the cross, to have them fall in love with Jesus Christ, to introduce them to their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And then once they know Jesus, get them to the place of full devotion where there can be transformation and change because we don't want to stay the same. So four ways that we accomplish our mission here at the church. Number one, worship gatherings. Say that. Number two, connections. Say that. Number three, discover purpose. Number four, serving. Okay, how many of these am I going to look at today? One. One, The first one. Worship gatherings are mainly our Sunday morning worship experience, what we are having right now, our Sunday morning worship service. And you should know that everyone on the paid staff spends some time during their week working on this service in one way or another. Because as a staff, we believe what we do here in this sanctuary is extremely important. It's one of the most important things we can do with our lives, is to plan the service. And so as you can imagine, a whole lot of time, energy, and planning goes in to what we do here. And now I don't mean just here in the sanctuary, but everywhere in the building. In the classrooms with our children and our students, out in the lobby during the fellowship time, in the parking lot, cleaning the building through the week, it all works together. It's all important part of who we are. The worship gatherings are Sunday morning experiences. Now, if you've been around Community Christian Church for any length of time, then you know For the last 25 years, and I say 25, I'll explain to you in a minute. For the last 25 years, I have gone out of my way to tell you how important our worship gatherings are. And I have preached on many different occasions, and I have done everything I know to do in as creative a way as I know how to remind you that we need to be in church every single week, every Sunday. Weekly church attendance is extremely important. I've I've told that to you for 25 years. And I didn't pull that out of a hat. The scripture encourages us along those lines. In fact, in Luke chapter 4, we learn that the practice and the custom of Jesus was to be in the synagogue on the Sabbath day 
every Sabbath day. That was his way he lived. That was his lifestyle. That was his custom, the Bible said. But long before I started preaching about the importance of church attendance, this particular truth resonated in my own heart. I bought into it before I became a pastor. Right after I was saved, I was, uh, uh, I was not a pastor after I was saved for 10 years. And during those 10 years, I went to church on Sunday. Okay, this is before I was a pastor. Now, uh, for obvious reasons, church has become a priority. I mean, I got something to do on Sunday morning, so I usually get here. But even before I was in the ministry, if I wasn't working, if I wasn't sick, I would be in church. I made church an important part of my life, and I adjusted my schedule, and I got up and got ready even when I didn't feel like it, and I went to church. Not for that, and not to win some kind of a perfect attendance award. You know why I went to church? Because I needed it. Did you hear that? I needed church. It was the only way that I could stay passionate about my faith. It was the only way that I could stay fired up about the things of God. In fact, I used weekly church as a strategy for full devotion. It's the only way that I could get there. Now, this is my testimony. This is my experience. I plugged in to Sunday morning church. If I wasn't sick, if I wasn't on vacation, if I wasn't working, most every Sunday I was available, I went to church. I took full advantage of the praise and worship time. I interacted with God. I thanked God. I worshiped him and praised him for all that he was doing in my life. I opened my heart to the word of God. I listened to the message. And then I allowed the Holy Spirit to speak to me just like most of you did this morning. And I allowed the Holy Spirit to bring some changes to my heart and to adjust my attitude. And let me tell you, for those 10 years when I was working in the police department, even though I was saved, I needed attitude adjustment every single day. Living in this world, we do. Because there's a lot of injustice that we face and we have to have something to remind us of who we are. Now, this past year, since January 1st, 2018, can anybody tell me how many times this year, since January, that I've reminded you about the importance of weekly church? Anyone want to take a guess? Zero. Not one time on purpose. Not because my heart regarding this matter has changed. Not because I don't feel like weekly church attendance is important. But I know how busy you are. And I know the hectic and crazy lives that we are all living today. And how desperately you're trying to juggle all of your activities. And I didn't want to add to your frustration by telling you where you need to be on Sunday morning. And I certainly didn't want anyone to tell me or to accuse me of playing the guilt card. You know, guilting you or shaming you into church attendance. That's never been my style. It never will be. In fact, I don't think guilt is an effective motivator. 
I don't want you coming to church because somebody guilted you into it. I want you to be in church in the presence of God because it's your choice. Because this is where you want to be. And you know the value of that. I want you to choose church because you're excited about what God can do when you open your heart to him. And so this whole year, there may have been times when this leaked out of me and I wasn't really consciously aware of it, but it's not been in my notes the entire year to remind you about the importance of church attendance on a weekly basis. So let me just make this statement and then we're going to be done for today. All right, let me say this to you. If you want full devotion to God, if that's the goal for you, when you take a look at your life and you say, that's what I want more than anything else. I want to sell out to the gospel. I want to be fired up in my faith. I want to get to the end of the line and say, I did everything God asked me to do. I fought a good fight and I finished my course. If that's you, if that's your desire, weekly church attendance is the only way. It's the only way. There is no other way for you to maintain your faith and your excitement and your passion for God outside of your time in church. Now, can you hear the word of God in other places? Can you receive from God when you're in your car or at your home? Of course you can. God is always with us. You can listen to a podcast. You can select hundreds, literally hundreds of online pastors and teachers that are all capable of teaching you about the Bible. And there is always some kind of a church service streaming online. You can get that 24-7. But nothing, let me repeat that, nothing can replace what the Holy Spirit of God will do in your heart when you choose to honor God in his house. That was your opportunity to shout. Our weekly gatherings, our worship experiences lead us to full devotion. Amen. All right, that's all I'm going to cover today. If you would like to hear the other three, then you can come back um, sometime because it's not going to be next week. I'm sorry, we already have that one lined up. But we'll get it to you. We'll get the other three to you. All right, just before we go on and make one final announcement. You got, we have one more announcement. And this is not really that bad. What time is it? It's before 11.30, right? Okay. A couple of weeks ago, I announced that next Sunday, we're going to have a special missions love offering. And we're going to receive that offering for two main reasons. Let me describe it to you really quick. First reason that we're going to have this love offering for the missions is as an extension of our May Mission Sunday. You know, every Sunday for the past seven or eight years now, we have attempted to raise $100,000. That's the budget that we need to uh, provide for our missions. We didn't get there this year. It's the first year in seven years, probably, that we did not reach the $100,000 mark by this time. In fact, we're about three quarters of the way there. I think at the last time I looked, uh, we had about seventy-five dollars or 76000 for missions. And so we're going to try and get to the $100,000 mark. 
Secondly, there are two missionary endeavors and organizations that we have been supporting here at Community Christian for many, many years, and they're both involved in tremendous work ministering to children and students that are very poor. And they have uh, different outreaches going, and they're going to come and tell us about them. But I'd like to present each of these two missions, Key of Hope in Durban, South Africa, and Living Waters in Uganda. I'd like to present them with a sizable gift of $10,000 each. I, I really have it in my heart to do this because they're, they're ministries to children, to young people. Now, both of these uh, missions directors, uh, Dan Smither and Matt Catanella, they're going to be here on the last Sunday of the year, December the 30th. They're going to share a little bit of their, of their missions and, and give a little report of what they've been doing. And that's when, on this stage, I would like to give them the presentation of those checks. And so here's what I'm asking you to do. If you made a pledge or you wanted to get involved in our Mission Sunday back in May, but for one reason or another you didn't, and, and for whatever reason, but now you're in a financial position, you could give a little bit, then I'm going to ask you to prayerfully consider helping us out next Sunday. Or if maybe you've already given to missions, but you normally would get involved in helping us with our children's fundraiser auction, which we always have in November. We're not going to have it this year because we're going to go after these missions. If you would like to maybe give a little bit more, then I'm going to ask you to prayerfully consider bringing a gift with you next Sunday as well. And what we want to try to do is minister uh, to these two uh, organizations and get to the place where we can um, really help out mission-wise. Okay? Are, are you good with that? All right. God bless you. Thank you for your patience. Thank you for being so open. Uh, have a great Sunday. Thanks again for listening to the Community Christian Church Podcast. For more messages like this and other resources, visit us online at cccsterling.org.